Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey, hey you guys, it's Cabernet We always do hands as if it's a visual medium. We always do like show choir hands. Yeah, I know. I, I, we can't fight the feeling in our spirit fingers. I feel like it shows. I feel like just the energy that the show choir hands, you know, comes through in our voice. Yeah, it does. I definitely yeah, feel like you can tell when we're feeling jazzy and uh, or jizzy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am so excited to be here with you tonight because I feel like it's been a long time because we did a lot of pre-recorded ones. Yeah. And then, of course, the last time we did um, the Five Years Forward special. Yes. But this is the first time in a while that we have watched an episode together. Yeah, like a real episode. And, like, yeah. Five Years Forward was at my apartment, too, right. which, like, those don't feel like official Cabernet. It's, like, different. Because, like, there's no tape. Like, we do it for my couch or, like, my, like, I have very much, like, a living room set up. Right. But, like, right now we're kind of at, like, a table. It's a feels podcast like table. This is, like, where we do business and get drunk. Speaking of the business... Oh, great segue, Chelsea. Um, Guys, we want to remind you that if you forgot Hanukkah and you forgot Christmas and you forgot Kwanzaa gifts, don't worry. There are still Cabernet and A glasses available. Um, They are $40, but they last the lifetime of $35. $30? It's just $30, I think. $30, $35. I think it's just $30. $30. Whatever. Email us. We'll make you a deal. All I know is they bring you a lifetime of joy. They They're great really conversation do. topics. Uh, they're real conversation starters. They really are. Um, uh, and uh, they're a great marker of how much wine you should have. It's so we true. always fill it just right to the the line of the A. Yeah. And uh, that's a healthy glass of wine. It's a healthy pour. It's a very healthy pour. Uh, speaking of pours. Speaking of pours. We are drinking the Wolf Trap. Yes. Um, it's a uh, Sierra. Syrah. Oh, I was Syrah. Say, Syrah. Oh my gosh. What I am know? that drunk. This is a lovely one. I guys, I had my. You were in a holiday dinner for this. Well, it was just like my team meeting. We went to Arturo's for pizza. And uh, well, there's free wine and pizza. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna enjoy. I the feel free like you're doing pizza. great. Oh no, I'm great. I just forgot how to say Syrah. How is, is it, by the way? Because I don't lovely. usually like a Syrah, honestly. But I just grabbed that because it was just same fun. Um, it was it was ma- like featured at my wine store. So I was like, it was why matured not? and bottled by Rogan Hosclough <laughs> from Shock <laughs> Cafe of Good Hope, South Africa. Um, so, so sorry, South Africa, to murder everything about your wine label, but there's a very <laughs> fierce looking lion on it. So. Yeah, he's very businessy. Um, other things that we want for Christmas is all the reviews and, yeah. uh, for all the subscriptions. 
and for you guys to just give us feedback. Yeah. Let us know what you think, what you want to see here. Well, see, if you want us to see if stuff. If you want to see things, we can make that happen. Yeah, do you want to? Yeah. Oh my gosh, should we release the one we did like a pilot episode when we were going to have Cabernet and A be like a webcast thing we until it just Tweet us, to, Facebook us, should email we like us, Cabernet it? and A. Do you guys want to see this? Oh my god, I found it the other day. It's so fun. It's like a full episode. It. it we could do it if I you mean, guys yeah, want if it. If you guys tweet at us about it. If you guys want it, we'll Cabernet do it. Cabernet the last video episode. That's so um, fun. I guess if, how many people? If 40 people want it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't think that many people are going to want it. Well, maybe they will. Uh, if well, you it's never know. popular demand. All right, so we put it out there. 40 of you tweet about the last web episode. We'll put it out there. Um, also, just revisiting the wine glasses again, I realize we haven't shouted out, or I haven't shouted out Lindsay in a while, who is the one who uh, created this special Cabernet Nez custom glasses. She's saltwater and wine on yes. Etsy. Everyone, so please she's visit her store. If you don't want one of our glasses, check out she's got shows. other fun stuff, and she's a great... Um, Etsy store owner. Yeah, and she can make custom stuff for you. So hit us up at uh, just cabernetnay at gmail and just say, hey, bitches, I want a glass. And then we'll tell you, like, what what to do from there. Um, um, if you guys are podcast fans not and you want to listen to other stuff besides the ones that we do, but you don't want to miss our voices, um, every Sunday on Twitter uh, we're releasing – uh, other podcasts that we've been on. So follow our Twitter at Cabernet and A, and we'll give you some podcast inspiration of uh, Palace podcasts that we have visited. Yes, and, ma'am. And uh, there's some fun stuff that you could try out. Yeah, that was a good Maybe. idea by you. Thank you. Shout I've been listening to Rana and Beverly a lot. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. And uh, I feel like I am in awe of them. They are two women who act like old Jewish women talking to each other, and their improv is, like, off-the-wall amazing. I love it. And they're so funny. And I almost don't want to tell people to listen to them because they're, like, the hyperbole of us. <laughs> like, they're so funny. <laughs> they just knocked it up. But um, we keep it real, and yeah. we just drink wine and talk about pretty little waters. waters. Which I can't say. The, the title of our show is horrible. The, the show that we watch, Pretty Little Liars, pretty, because pretty I feel like liars. when somebody asks me, I'm always liars. like, Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. PLL. Pretty Little Liars. It's a weird... It's it a doesn't roll off the tongue. Even PLL doesn't really roll off the tongue. But the show is fantastic. There's no denying. Your eyes are very sparkly. I, I uh, like it. I've tried this new sparkly uh, stuff... There was a sale on Revlon stuff, oh, so I tried this. With sparkle. a coupon or just no, just writing. Just writing. <laughs> right. With the wellness card. Yeah, I with the what is it? Sprinkles Plus or yeah, whatever. Plenty. They're doing the plenty. Sprinkles Plus. It looks like oh look at all the extra things, and they're always like, That's "You have so extra funny. money," and I'm like, "I don't want to use it. I'm going to use it when I'm broke." And right now. Things are okay in Funk World. Well, Not great, but okay. Well, it looks good because the sparkly eyes. Just yet. The sparkly eyes say a lot. Yeah. Man. Here's a fun uh, story about sparkly eyes, and I swear this isn't why I said it. But then after I said it, I realized why I said specifically that. Because one time, when I was back when I was working at VH1, I was producing Neo, and mm-hmm. he had two segments. So in between, like in the commercial break. 
I, like, went in on set and, like, you know, crouched down next to him. We were like, okay, you know, so, like, in the next segment, like, mm-hmm. Carrie's going to ask me about this. She's going to ask me about this. Remember, make sure you mention this. Remember, you had a good story about this. Any questions? And he just goes, your eyes are very sparkly. <laughs> I was like, not a question? Did you hear anything I said? All right, we're back in five. Okay, great. Good luck. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it was very cute, but I was also like, did you hear anything? <laughs> Neo. Stop being mesmerized <laughs> Sorry, my eyes are so captivating, Neo. Um, I have a couple of little shout-outs. So, J underscore Renee, 524 on Snapchat. Snapchat. We, she always uh, Snapchats me. Oh, cool. Adorable. Actually, I say she, but I assume it's a she. I did this once before when I was just, like, super drunk and referred to someone on Twitter who clearly I knew was a girl and I said he. I had this problem a lot, apparently. But now I'm just realizing. You're just gender fluid with people. full name, so... He or she. I think it's she, though. I feel like one time it was a picture of, like, her and her cat. Anyways, she sends me a lot of cat snaps, and I love it. So thanks for those, Jay Renee. Send me all your cat snaps. I love them. Um, and then also, we had a fun email recently. Um, a girl by the name of Alex emailed us that about we were questioning the legalities of Charlotte's release. Remember? Oh, we were yeah. Like, oh, my God. Should I, she, would, if you're, like, released from a mental institution, do you go right into jail? Yeah, or are you just, like, free and clear? And yeah. she said that she, um, she had recently graduated from Harvard Law. And which was, she was, she was like, I know that sounds like I'm an asshole. I'm like, right, but like, it no, just is a fact. And I'm like, it. amazing. I know. <laughs> I was like, how, I think I asked it. I was like, how often do people ask you if you know all woods? Um, but so congrats to you for graduating Harvard Law. And so she said that, yes, actually, when you are found guilty, but due to reasons of insanity, you go to a mental, mental institution. You're not technically, like, guilty then. But and, like, if you're the released world, of the, out of yeah, the Yeah, they consider you, I guess it's sort of like nine times out of ten thing, if you're found guilty of that mm-hmm. heinous of a crime, and then yeah. put, that, like, you're probably really pretty crazy forever and you're not ever yeah. getting out. But there are instances where, like, if you really mm-hmm. feel like you've made progress and you're cured, you don't then go to any other correctional oh. facility. You're just back in the world. Is that crazy? Well, I guess because if your brain was telling you something that you couldn't control and then you were finally able to get control and you showed severe, like, severe and sincere remorse, it would almost be cruel to lock that person up. Of course. If they... It's like you've eliminated that There's so many gray areas It is very gray, but I thought that was was interesting. Making a murderer. Oh my god, On Netflix. I'm killing Chelsea because she has not watched it. I am devouring the series. It's like the best Discovery IDs mixed with, like, the saddest movie of the week on Lifetime. It's just so insane, this story. I cannot wait to watch. I have never screamed at the TV more. <laughs> like, I've just been watching. Really? Just being Even like, when Emily acts like an asshole? I guess that's just me. No, it's, it's, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big TV talker. You are a TV I am. Talker. I watch, I watch all the housewives just so I can tell them out loud what I think they should be doing. Sure. Because they're all yelling at each other, why don't I join in? Absolutely. But I will say that this was one of the only shows that I've... It's just... It's a documentary. It's fantastic. But it's also making me really worried that we might have Donald Trump as a president. Oh, and my God. I won't God, talk so about politics. It's a whole other bag of words. You guys I believe know. you. You do you. You do what you feel. But do what you feel, but also people, just don't vote for Donald Trump. Pick up a paper. If you feel that, feel a different way. Please. Anyway. <laughs> so we watched <laughs> Bite Your Tongue. Here. Which we I watched Bite Your Tongue. <laughs> no, you're fine. I think we went just far enough. Uh, episode 
17 of season 4 by your tongue, which I've is very I've been watching a lot spicy. of season 4. I like season 4. I haven't watched it in a while because I've been I've been on hiatus for a while, so I've had a lot of time to finally binge watch things I've been meaning to binge watch. What did you binge watch? I've been I'm in the middle. I'm almost done with season 1 of The Following. I watched season 1 of Broadchurch, which okay. I highly recommend. Also highly recommend The Following. I also I started Friday Night Lights, which is a thing mm-hmm. I always wanted to dabble in. I th- I only got a few episodes in and then I was like craving more of a like creepy yeah. thriller drama thing again so that's why I went back season to the season 2 following. Friday Night Lights get a little get does a little, it? okay so I'll have little, to get back into that I mean it's arguable how good it is but there's a little, there's a little oh, bit of that how exciting is um, I feel like there's something else that I watched before that I mean always a lot of Law and Order SVU that's just a, that's just Can like baseline that's just like as much as a red wine runs through my veins I feel like <laughs> SVU just has to be like on if I'm in the apartment it just like doesn't feel right unless I hear Stabler just like I think I probably brought this up before, but my old roommate Tom and I used to um, sit in our bedroom in, well, we didn't share a bedroom, but we would, like, sit on the couch or, like, in one of our bedrooms and we would watch Law and Order and uh, we'd be, like, super hungover. And every time they would say the word rape kit, we'd be like, drink. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we would just, like, get such, like, weird, like, oh, rape kit, they said it. It's your turn to get, like, it's the amazing. cheese or whatever. Like, your turn to order Domino's. That was the magic like, word. Yeah, it was just rape kit. It was a safe word. Because it was always there. And also, um, I would always yell, like, that's why you always lock the window with the fire escape. <laughs> like, there was, there were at least... I'm 100% sure there were three episodes where someone gets in. Via the fire escape window. Girl, I need to take that note because I do that a lot where I fall asleep and I forget that my windows are open in here. There's maybe six of them. I'm glad like, I just said just... that on a podcast. No one knows where I live. <laughs> That's fine. Tanuki would kill them. <laughs> yeah, Tanuki would yes, attack at Tanuki, them. Tanuki would let me sleep. Tanuki, Tanuki would spray house. them with his explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Just be like, outlier! <laughs> <laughs> He still struggles with explosive diarrhea. I feel like he has IBD. Oh. I'm gonna look into it. Anyways, this poor cat. This poor cat can't catch a goddamn break. He's gonna be fine. He's, He's watching us from afar. He's a champion. He's gonna make it after all. So, anyway. um, yeah. And if anyone listening, if your cat has diarrhea like once a month, like explosive, like it sounds like <laughs> your weird uncle is in the bathroom taking the biggest dump of his life, and then you're like, oh, it's just my medium-sized cat. All right. <laughs> Then hit me up. So, we watched Bite Your Tongue. Um, so, basically, I guess, broad overview, since this is, you know, if you haven't watched One it in a while. Of the best episodes for quotes. Such good quotes. A lot of things happen. And well, I mean, we'll get into each thing individually, obviously, but, like, broad strokes. Mona starts hooking up with Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily's dad's in town. Emily's dad's in town. It's the last time we see him. They find Spencer... Starts this is, to take pills yeah, again. This is the beginning of Pill Spencer. Pill Spencer. And then Ezra is creepy, but they only just in this episode actually start, like, Spencer puts the pieces together and starts to suspect that maybe he's bored towards and maybe there's something nefarious going on. And they then... They just begun to so. Uh, so that's kind of the broad strokes, by your tongue. And we specifically watched it because we were just, like, interested in watching a Tippy episode, and I googled which ones. And yeah. he just makes a little... Tippy makes an appearance just in the A scene, which was lovely. Like, cameo. But, but that's how we, we landed on it. Oh, that was good. That was nice. Thanks. Um, so, yeah. So let's get into it. So what was your first note? Um, Spencer gets violent with jelly beans in movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I thought 
that was really funny. That well, and this leads into my thought of like this is when it's clear and present Emily where she's never really like. I love Emily in this episode because not only is she a realistic level of scared for right. her life, which she should be sure. at this time, but she's also, like, just calling everyone on her shit. She's like, yeah. Spencer's fucking controlling, just like Allie was controlling me. I don't need that. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to trust myself and my instincts, and that's why she gets scared is because, yeah. and rightfully so... She feels like somebody's, I always feel like somebody's watching me. We owe so much for this episode, <laughs> if anyone finds us. No one's going to find us. <laughs> We're not even going to get 40 people to watch. <laughs> We're good. Sony Music is going to be like, um, I heard you. Yeah. I'm going to try this around here. Um, um, yeah. It's interesting, Sue, that you make that point, because that's that's a very, very good point. And the what I took out, out of it, just because I hate Emma's such an... I had Emily phase. I was like, sorry. <laughs> she was like grabbing like, Chelsea, I need the wine just too. Like, just like, pour the wine and then put it as far I away from you. I'm such But um, I was, I, in such a, I'm in such a, I hate Emily phase that I was like, all right, bitch, you're mad at Spencer. Spencer's right though. Like Spencer was right to intervene with you giving a shit about Allie, you psycho bitch. Like, she Emily's just so delusional at this point. Like I feel like this is like the beginning of the end. Like where she just spirals into this like irrational. Like yes, you're mad at Spencer for trying to protect you from going to talk to psychopathic Allie, and like Emily, you are being had. Like yeah, you're ridiculous. But when you put it like that, that's an interesting point. Like she's like, I don't need people to like tell me what to do anymore. Like I'm gonna. I just feel make like- horrible decisions on my own. And Godspeed, Emily. Godspeed with your horrible I life like, decisions. I like strong Emily sure. better than the meek Emily. And even though, like, Emily was definitely the ingenue of a horror movie a lot in this episode, I feel like there was still, like, a good strength about her. Like, she knew to call. She knew to break the window. Yeah. She was a smart lady. It's true. That's true. That's fine. Fine, Emily. You can live another day. But then we go to party at Casa Montgomery. Oh, boy. Mike's having a party of a lifetime, and Aria breaks it the hell up. Yeah, they said a few people. They didn't expect to be peeling pepperoni off the walls. (laughs) Just beautiful work on everybody's part there. Because then she tells everyone to go, and then Mike goes, people are still eating. Which just, (laughs) to me, is like, this isn't, like, a fancy sit-down dinner. <laughs> you have a fuck ton of teenage kids eating pizza in your living right. room. Do you think somebody's going to be like, look, oh, can't walk and eat this pizza? <laughs> like, you're not serving soufflés, Mike. It's fine. Like, pizza is its own plate. Right, exactly. Like, it's you're the fine. most walkable of the foods. And I love when there's, like, a couple making out on top of a desk, and Emily's like, hello, is this somebody's desk? And she smacks the kid one kid, make her kid like <laughs> upside the head. Just, oh, it was, uh, just perfect yeah, old that was granny. Great. Old granny Emily. Um, yeah, it was fun. And then uh, Aria at the party runs into Mona at the party. Coming out of who her is room. Using the restroom facility. Oh, yeah. She goes, I'm using the restroom facility. I'm using the ladies' bathroom pee place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using the toilet mode. <laughs> But then she does compliment uh, Arya's wallpaper in her room, which I always thought was kind of a creepy little 
little comment, you know, because she's I just trying to twist you. the knife. Exactly. Yeah. She's trying to twist the knife. I'm like, in I your see house, and I'm watching your wallpaper. I don't know who I hate more in this episode, Mona or Emily, to be honest. TBH. So, um, yeah, then Arya tries to, like, shut down the mic and Mona hook up, and he's like, everyone makes mistakes. God, Arya. Can't you just see me from being, like, has a weird little... I don't know, teenage soap opera. No, he says, you forgave dad. Oh, God. But you can't, but the best is during that confrontation, Arya says, is Mona here to poop or to snoop? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, R.I.P. the soup, because I feel like that was such a clip of the week. Um, Yeah. Guys, the soup ended this week, and I'm very, very sad. That was one of my favorite shows, and now I feel like I'm going to have to watch a lot more TV, because that was the greatest wrap-up show in the world. Um, really quickly, this is real-time happening right now. My, <laughs> my little sister, Kaylin, uh, who listens every... The only way we communicate is that she listens to this podcast every week. She just texted me, is it... So let's take a group vote. Is it fashionably... Fashionably acceptable to have space between your pants and your booties. Please advise. And she sent this picture. And I say yes. I think it is fashionable to have oh, a little pant booty I would like gap. to show off some ankle. A little ankle. I um, think so. You know what? I had this thought today as well because my coworker was showing some ankle. And I was yeah. like, literally had the old lady thought, is that how the kids are wearing it these days? So what do you think? So you're feeling no. I... I just don't know if I would get into that. Like, I oh, love the ankles. It. I would show off my ankles. I think ankles, it's a thing. But, like, I just don't know if I'm ready for ankles, guys. That's fair. Let's just stick to ass cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little ankle, especially if, like, I would even look at the picture she sent me. I would even say, like, maybe, like, cuff him a little, make it more dramatic. But I like what I'm seeing, Kaylin. Go forth yeah. and show ankle. Um, okay, anyways, what's your next note, Sue? Um, Hannah is reading like a fiend, and Spencer is being a total see you next Tuesday about it. She is being a huge kind about it. (laughs) Like, she is, oh, that's your third book this week. Is Travis reading to you? (laughs) And Hannah's like, relax. Like, easy, Spencer. No, uh, Hannah actually just takes it. You're the worst. Yeah, it was like pretty. But I feel like at the same time, like, Hannah's just used to everyone underestimating her, and I think that's why she's, like, the silent genius. Right. It's true. Which is the best kind of genius. It is always good to blow people away and be like, oh, JK, I'm the genius. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. So she Uh, just sort of rolls with it. Um, Oh, and in that interaction, Spencer also says to Hannah, what? James Patterson? I didn't know you are interested in anyone born... After 19, or before 1989. I was like, oh, God, is that the benchmark now? And you just are so worthlessly irrelevant. Oh, my God. We are just so, we're like, like, irrelevant is is a dot to us. It's so far away. We're just so, (laughs) I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I can't. It's very weird. I can't. But also, it's Meanwhile, like, you were born in 1989? Are you 11? What year is it? Like, what? 30s also that weird place where, like, young people, like, in your 30s, like, people who are in their teens and 20s kind of secretly think you're old. Right. They won't tell you you're old. Right. But you're old to them. Right. 
And then people in their 40s, 50s, above think that you're, like, an infant. Yeah, yeah. And you're like... That's so true. Come on! Like, <laughs> I kind of know stuff. <laughs> it's, it's a weird middle uh, child age. Definitely. And I also think it's because your brain, like, scientifically, your brain sort of stops, like forming in your early mid-twenties. just as good as so it's going to get. It's as good as it's going to get in your early mid-twenties. And that from there on, you kind of always think, like when you ask people that are, whatever, like above mid-thirties, how old they always feel in their mind. People almost always go to some age in their twenties. Yeah. They feel they always are. So I feel like being then in your thirties, especially your early thirties, is kind of an interesting place to be because you always feel that same age. Like in a way, you meet someone who's 26, 27, 28, like, in a way, you're kind of, like, you recognize logically that they're younger than you, but you also kind of feel, like, the same brain space. Does yeah. that, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, I'm like, they're, like, oh, you're, though. like, 34, 35, like, what? but you're, like, oh, it's not that, but what? Like, it's, like, a strange crossing over sort of yeah. moment we're, in life. We're in a weird we're middle We're crossing child. over. <laughs> we're in the middle, and it is only... Um, but, um, so yeah, the Pretty Little Liars don't think we're relevant. Yeah, we're not relevant. That's fine. But we are it's reaching out assessment. to people who work on the show to see if they'll interview us. Yeah, we each have people in the work. So hopefully in the new Fingers year, crossed. And we'll have a couple dreams, guys. interviews. And, um, finally the live call-in thing, too, we will do, I promise. Yeah, that's it's gonna been, happen. It's been a hard, it's been a long December, but we will... Don't even start with the Counting Crows, you guys know how I love the Counting Crows. But we'll uh, find a date in the new year, we'll definitely find a date to that. Um, um, we gotta make that on our 2016 PLL dream board oh my god yes i wish we had a dream board we're gonna make it now also when is does that mean that oh i guess the 100th episode would be like in december sometime or then at the end of the year oh, being right. that there's oh 52 yeah weeks no, in a our 100th year. episode yeah gonna be, be like next at the end summer. of the year it's so we'll do something exciting okay the next note I have is that Arya <laughs> badasses Alex Mack, which I love. Alex Mack oh, is back when she upside. like rips the they have an encounter on the street, and Arya like grabs Alex Mack's arm, and like shit that she's carrying falls on the ground, and I love it. Is this the episode that we watched with the Bustle Girls? I feel like we watched this episode and talked about it a lot. I mean, you were saying that. I didn't see it in our notes, but that's an interesting point you make about with the Bustle Girls, maybe. And it was the one that then they put on their their yeah. feed, but we didn't put on our feed. But Sounds anyway, plausible. guys, listen to the Bustle uh, Yeah, PLL listen podcast. to the Bustle podcast also. Yeah, shout out to those ladies. That's so funny. It would be really interesting to go back and look at that as true and then like what we each said or didn't say. <laughs> On the original time we did it with the Bustle Girls, I'm like, we don't Emily remember. is just such a strong female character. <laughs> I'm like saying the opposite of everything. Um, Emily's dad, this is the last time we see him, oh. but he is now on Supergirl. No way! Which is I'm, that why he's dead in the next season? I guess, but I'm really sad because I loved the pilot of Supergirl. Yeah. I was super jazzed for Supergirl. Sure. But my DVR didn't record it, and now... On RCN, I can't get CBS On Demand, and they've got an app, but you have to pay $6 for it. And I'm, I just can't pay more money for another... Guys, I, I Hulu, I, I Amazon... That's so weird. And I pay cable, and I have Netflix. It seems like a bad business model by CBS. Somebody tell me how else I can watch Supergirl that isn't illegal. Yeah. I don't want to pay a fuck ton for a season, but maybe I just will. But, like, is it worth it? 
Like I, that we both watched Jessica Jones, which was fantastic. Oh, that's that's what I watched. Yeah, Jessica Jones was my first one I binged. Which that was so good. fantastic. Can't recommend that enough. Yeah. Beautiful, like real kick-ass female superhero. Great story. But um, is Supergirl any good? Please tell us because and let me know how I can watch it because. Yeah. Emily's dad's on it, and we could talk about an episode. Maybe it's worth talking. Maybe about. it's worth talking about, especially because I'm like literally seeing Mr. Fields in this episode. Maybe emotional. I was yeah. like, you're the best dad. And oh I'm my gosh! Gone. How many people's dads would have climbed up the school for that? How many physically could have? Yeah, Only that's what I was saying to Chelsea. I was like, my dad and his little like belly and his diabetes. <laughs> I feel like he'd just be like, just jump out. We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> like I'll break the fall. <laughs> I don't feel like he'd be like you he's know, just like half-heartedly throwing like rocks at the window. He's like, "Did a break?" Yeah, I just feel like he'd just be like, "This is for both of our sakes." Come on, just jump. My dad's athletic. He actually he would like every summer growing up, he would go out for a couple weeks out west to like mountain climb with some oh, of his wow. buddies. But you know. Then, but he also has a bad back. So I feel like I could see him, like, wanting to go for it, like, grabbing onto the drain pipe to try to shinny up, and then just being like, oh, all right, back's out. Chels, alternate plan. Can you just, uh, hang tight? Yeah. Well, well I mean, can you call someone else? Is also fallible because he ends up having a heart attack going down. Right, so, so Mr. Fields has a heart attack. So dad, don't drain scale pipe. school buildings. Don't scale city of the just drain pipe. Tell them to jump school. and take your chances. It's not worth it. Yeah, just hold your arms out. <laughs> tell them to jump. You'll break their fall. And then even if you move, you can be like, oops, I tried. And it's like, you know, it'll all work out. But yeah, he had a heart attack. It was very sad, but he survives. But it is a bit of a foreshadowing, I suppose, mm-hmm. of what is to come. Because I feel like, I was wondering, do they ever be like, oh, your dad got his test back. He's oakley doakley. I don't feel like they ever say yeah, that. Yeah, they never. I feel like this is the last episode where we see Mr. Field. But do they, they They talk about him, I feel like. In they others. do, I guess, talk about him. But I mean, but I like, think we don't talk about him it. having a heart condition in right. the others. Like, so it'll be interesting to see how he no dies special. in the next one. Like, is it in du- active duty or is it because of a heart condition? Or did a <gasps> big bad kill him? Also, that's interesting. And also, P.S., when Emily is being attacked by A and has to, calls her dad and then oh, yeah. he has to shoot up the drain pipe, that whole scene is, like, legit scary. A is coming after A. A don't give a fuck. A comes after Emily. <laughs> she has to barricade herself in, like, the printing room. And I was saying, and you can we can maybe recap yeah. what we said offline, I was like, what would A? A is just, like, trying to bang down the door and actually gets through right as she jumps out the window, like, into the arms of Mr. Fields. And then A, like, looks out the window and is like, ah, you meddling yeah. kids. I almost got you. Very Claw. But, Dr. Claw. Totally. And so what would, I was like, what would A have done, though? Like, what would A have done had he, she, she got into theory? <laughs> also, would. I didn't mean he, she with a transgender. I meant it in, like, in this moment, we didn't know what gender A yeah. was. And then I was no. like, listen, guys, everyone just relax about the gender I identity. I think that yes, CC would have kidnapped done? Emily. I think, um, I think also looking back at it, I think CC. It, it makes sense, and I, I feel like I've always kind of wanted this for A, to because I was always like, A always hates Emily. Why? Right. And it makes sense that she is out and proud and able to be herself, and oh, Cece so couldn't. 
And that to me kind of like, oh, I get it now why you you targeted Emily so much. That's so interesting. That's such a good point. Allie was in love with Emily, and you know Cece has that weird sibling thing. Yes. She likes her siblings a little weirdly, but I mean That's such a good point. No hate. She was separated but from them, so she has a weird obsession with them. Yeah. You know, like the brain is a crazy place. Yeah. I'm not. That's you know, a really. It's a good weird thing. I'm not condoning it, but it's, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. That's a very interesting point. Um, should we talk about the board shorts ale situation? Oh my gosh! So this is like the big reveal where Spencer has Ollie's like stories from like the new diary that they just found in um, Ezra's lair, who they didn't know was Ezra's lair yet. And it leads her to a bar called The Heart and the Huntsman, and she's reading the story that Allie oh, wrote about... Hold on, yes. real quick. Back to the school thing. I was like, at this point, Ezra thought he was paying Cece to investigate Emily. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because in the Ravenswood lair, we see that he's, that Ezra, they don't know it's Ezra, but on a, the payroll. Yeah, exactly. But really, Cece is using Ezra to be part of the game. The game, and he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't even, even realize it. Such a really good point that we never talked about. Yeah. So that's something He's that I thought was very interesting. Game. Yeah. That is so interesting. Oh my god, Ezra's like, because it's Gerald money. It was just being funneled into like creepy dollhouse, aka house. It's the same thing with like how some scenes you still know is Mona, and some scenes are Ezra, yeah. and now some scenes are Cece. Like, it's just, we see all the uh, the end scenes are just people who are fucking with them. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to keep a it. good liar down. So that is a really good point. Um, and so, anyway, so, and so then, board shorts. Yeah, she then, goes to the hunt, the Heart and the Huntsman, mm-hmm. which is basically the same bar that she goes to in London. Oh, right. <laughs> just decorated. I, like, die. Not even differently. It's not even differently. It's still got the union track in it. Like, <laughs> Ezra's like, have you been here before? And she's like, no, but I'm going to be here again in one season's time. <laughs> like, less than that. Like, it was just, uh, it killed have, me. like, the flags in it. Yeah, it's just, really like, funny. it looks exactly exactly like the pub where she's like this is my first legal beer that's so funny um and then the shady waitress gives her a beer and she's like hey strung out looking girl here have some free alcohol that the guy that just left who was ezra so spencer goes and she sees ezra there and he's eating boysenberry pie and he's like oh spencer i didn't start to see you here all right bye cancel the rest of my order waitress and runs away and then spencer starts to put two and two together because Allie's story involved her going with a guy to the Heart and the Huntsman, yeah. who ordered boysenberry pie and beer, and she sees the boysenberry pie, and she's like, hmm, suspicious. And but then, then we literally see her retelling the same story that we see, like, less than a half hour before. But instead of having this, like, mysterious figure, now we see that it's Ezra. And I was just like, you could have shown me them just kissing. I guess I guess at this point, yeah, in the series we needed to have that big shocking reveal. Right. But there's just part of me that's like even listening to that dialogue, like Like I don't need this dialogue twice, thanks. But it's just so obvious. Oh yeah, that it's Ezra, Ezra like 
don't knock it till you try it. Right. I was just like, oh, that's such a fit. Or like, mm, I didn't say that at all, or whatever it was. Yeah. But yeah, so basically the beer comes. you are mature. I'm just creepy. And, exactly. And uh, Spencer spins around the beer, and it's called Board Shorts Ale. And then it has this great moment. Like, and zoom I, in. It zooms in on the Board Shorts Ale, like, ee, ee, ee. And I remember, this is one of those moments that I can so vividly, like, go back to, like, when we were watching this in real time. Oh and just God. being like, oh, shit! Board, board Shorts Ale! Board I loved it. I love Creepy Ezra Air. I would rather say I, I like was into that's it. That's why I like the fourth season. Is so that it's like it's such creepy Ezra. It's Jake. It's the, they're good friends. Right. Good crazy friends. There's friendly drug uh, drug dealer Andrew. Yes, Andrew is friendly literally drug like if Pineapple Express wasn't about two dudes. Like, it would be, like, a girl buying weed from a friendly weed dealer. Like, I feel like that's what he is. Like, he's just that, like, well, you know, I just wanted to talk to you. And, like, maybe you were over the carpenter, and I guess I'll give you some drugs. Like, it was just so... Yeah, I love it. like, I thought you were over the carpenter. Well, this is, like, also, isn't this the first time that we see Andrew like in, in a while? Yeah, yeah so it's, like, we don't see Andrew, comes he comes back, back Like, he was no longer, like, doughy. Like, right. not like he was super doughy, but, no, like... No, but he's, like, a little bit more ripped up. He wasn't wearing tight Chelsea boy shirts. Sure. Let's put it that way. <laughs> like, he was in, like, a one of his... T- and, like, in season five, we all know. Right. Ooh, girl, oh, he's got that tiny shirt going on, those biceps. Um, my one question was, did Fitz bang Mona? Ew, I know, this was such a, okay, what is, like, obviously a lot of the creepiness in this whole season of every time we see Ezra being creepy, it's like, he's not, he's actually looking for Allie, which may or may not still be creepy, but not in the I same way we think it is, but like, he still has he's these weird moments with Allie Mona. to prove to Arya right, that, like, that he's he worthy. can save her right. from the A. Right. But so, like, all these moments we see when, like, so we can explain away most of it, but then when, in this episode, he's like, uh, Mona, please come in, shut the door. Like, what the fuck is he talking to Mona about all the time? Yeah. And there have been other people saying that, like, maybe she's not the only student that she banged. Uh, maybe people he's not. say that. Who says uh, they've, that? They've said that before in the show. Guys, back me up. So hasn't somebody said before in the show that like maybe Fitz was banging oh, other yeah, students? Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant in particular like on Reddit. There's like things about like Ezra and Mona were banging. You mean on the I show? I mean, I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't been trolling Reddit for a little bit. Um, because people just hate the show so much, and I'm so like, sad. guys. There has to be a morning after. Let's look at the green side. There's, <laughs> uh, let's have faith in this show, which has brought us so much joy. I know. That makes me sad. Whatever. People give up on it. Good riddance. We'll, we'll still be watching. I mean, still listen to the show, but... <laughs> well, yeah. Good riddance to you watching the show, but never yeah, just stop still listening out with us. I mean, we'll tell you if it's worth watching. Yeah, know? exactly. Um, then there's also... Uh, Jesse, the guidance counselor, yeah. which reminds me of like PC principal almost. You watched <laughs> South Park this year? No, but guys, ever South Park this season has been genius. It's I've like, watched South Park a long time. I gotta admit, I loved it when it first. Was there's on, and it's then I, like, very irreverent this season. It's very uh, holding the mirror up to the society and irreverent. Oh. But there's like PC principal, and I feel like. 
And Jesse is like the ad for toothpaste of like the PC principal. That's I don't know. amazing. Um, he's got a candy dispensary of rainbow jelly beans in his office. You know, it's amazing. Just how my guidance counselor. I don't even think there was an offering of food. <laughs> I I feel gypped. I yeah. didn't know that there was. Uh, I wasn't told there would be snacks. My guidance counselor is who one of the people my dad would go mountain climbing with. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would make it hard to confide in him. <laughs> you would feel very much like Arya, who was like, stop trying to be my friend. <laughs> Jesse was like such the, like, it was such a hard-handed attempt at counseling. It's like, come on, let's sit down and talk about it. Please sit down and talk about it. Here's a seat. Let's sit down and talk about it. Like, it was... It was a little much. Right. Um, and no, Jesse, I'm not going to go to your group where my brother and his new girlfriend who used to try and kill me right. are hanging I out. Hang yeah, I am a little angry. Like, I was angry that, I mean, I guess, what can you do? He did all he could, I guess, as a counselor. It's not like he's going to be like, all right, Arya, you're right. I will tell these two people they cannot be friends. But it's like, come the fuck out. Like, he's like just giving Mona way too much credit. Everyone's giving Mona way too much credit. It's like, she's a psychopath. We're allowed to hold that against her for a while. Like, we're allowed yeah. to, like, not forgive Mona if we so choose. Also, he's just like, why don't you do roller derby? <laughs> it's just so like, weird. That's the last thing we need is Arya's roller derby outfit. <laughs> don't you just picture... I was like, I'm just picturing her wearing, like, giant, I, like, skate, ice skate earrings or whatever, <laughs> roller skate earrings and, you know, just, like, cat elbow pads or something. Her roller derby outfit would probably be super sick. It would probably I, actually I just be amazing. I like it would be insanity. It would be amazing insanity. What do you think Arya's roller derby name would be? Um, Jane Oslam. <laughs> I like you're sitting on that. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, I was like, oh, what's a good Jane Austen one? Oh my god, that's so good. Louisa May Blackcock. I don't know. Oh, that was pretty good, too. Mm. I, I don't like know. I, yeah, I was immediately trying to go, like, something with her name of, like, lyrics or... Uh, and then I just couldn't go there. Um, <laughs> I bang my older teacher, and now I'll bang you. That's not her name. That's a phrase. Um, so the next insane thing that happens on the show is that... <laughs> Hannah goes to the dentist office to try to find the dental records. Yeah, which, I mean, this is such an action-packed episode. So there's, like, so much as a The dental record. So we see Sean's Jewish mother again, who is just amazing. She's become Jill Zarin. Yeah. Since we've last seen her. She's She's like like, the dental technician. Sean's coming back from boarding school. (laughs) For the holidays, maybe you and Sean should see each other. Oh, and you need these in sizes. Oh, how long is it going to take, Mrs. Sean's mom? Oh, well, you're in a rush. You can't just hang and talk to Sean's mom. (laughs) It was so hilarious how I feel like the actress is the same actress that was his mom before. Yeah. But just just on 11. Yeah. I was like, I feel like she listened to Ron and Beverly and then watch talk uh coffee talk yeah yeah watch like just auto loop <laughs> like it was just and fantastic it's like, I go to the meeting room and she's like oh we fine here 
honey. Yeah, just just say I'll be back in the plan. And then she like does the classic like giving too much information on the phone. She's like, "Well, I guess Hannah had to leave. Didn't have time for that filling. She was my last appointment of the day, so I am locking up the office now. Goodbye. You have a good night." We're the last people in here. What's <laughs> up, my social? It's one for eight. <laughs> like, what's happening? Oh, my God. I lost track of the plot. Yeah. It was just, it was so ridiculous. So, yeah, Hannah's looking for who was in the office after Allie was missing so that she could connect the dots and figure that whoever was in the office in that period, could have switched the dental records because switching the dental records is how they, Allie was presumed dead. Mm -hmm. They switched the dental records. So she does that. Instead, she accidentally gets knocked out with a... So is that a Funny guess. I don't know. I think it's killed Bethany. Oh, that's an interesting point. dental records are... Okay, well, okay, you make a really interesting point. You make a really interesting point. Okay, so I was just saying, and maybe we should revisit these. I have found on my uh, iPhone notes earlier a bunch of questions that I had written just throughout the seasons of watching that, like, still were not answered, even after the season reveal. But that's kind of, I mean, the whole Bethany thing, obviously, I I mean, I assume it's going to be a big factor in the next season, but, like, yes, Bethany did that. But I think, number one... I do think I remember in one that big like interview that Marlene gave after the CC reveal that she was like, "Well, oh, I could think it was step one." Sorry, guys, that was totally horrible. <laughs> Go on, I love it. Um, that Marlene said in that big interview after the CC reveal, one of the things was like. I think it was an e-news thing, and they were like, well, who did this? Who did this? Who did this? And Marlene was just, like, spewing answers. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they asked, like, who injected Hannah, and they were, and Marlene was like, that was Charlotte. Like, she was angry. So I feel like we okay. – I could be I could be wrong, but I think that is true. But you are right that it doesn't necessarily make sense because if Mona's wanted to kill Bethany, however – we don't know who switched the dental records. We don't know who switched the dental records. Who but had then, a fucking motor to switch them? Then Did Mona switch the dental records? Who wanted Allie to be dead? Did Allie switch the fucking dental records? Did Bethany switch? It's, it's like, exactly. Who switched the dental records? Who was the one orchestrating? I'm so impassioned about this. Who yeah, was the one who wanted to fake Allie's death? It, we don't have that is yeah. such a gaping hole in everything. Still. No, it's a grand game. We have no idea. It's a hole bigger than I don't know. Everywhere I went was like sexual and inappropriate. <laughs> I went uh, there, but or yeah, grand game. Exactly. It's just like <laughs> um, no. It's uh, still a big gaping. <laughs> pregnant pause. Pregnant pause. <laughs> um, I also, along the same lines, so if Charlotte is playing dentist with Hannah, right? who's trying to attack Emily? That is a very busy night this girl has. Oh, It's true. the same thing, like, if she's locking up the moms, and she's also with Allie in the, um, the, in Radley... Like, how was she able to do both? Did she, like, lock up the moms after Allie left? And then, like, so Mona goes to follow Allie to the dance. Right. Cece, the girls go to follow Allie to the dance. 
Cece then locks the moms downstairs and then somehow gets across town to Radley. Although, now that we've been to that lot, we know. It's not a very far walk. It's not a very far walk on the block. We noticed that tonight, too, watching it. I was just like, oh, God, that... They're, like, walking down the block outside. And, and it's, it's, like, three squares of pavement. It's, like, like, such a short walk. And I was just like, God, that is really funny. Because it <laughs> is, like, such a small, quote-unquote, town square. <laughs> like, square loop. You make a really good point, though, about people being in the same place at the same time. For whatever reason, I think I'm skeptical about a lot. And I do try to hold them to maybe a more realistic, like, time frame and timeline than, you know, it seems everyone is telling us we should. But... For whatever reason, this episode didn't bother me. I felt like I it felt plausible to me for whatever reason that maybe, yeah, they could have, like, done that. I mean, I guess she doesn't have any other hobbies. Yeah, she's just, I mean, you know, you figure if Hannah was there at, since 4.30 or whatever, which I think Spencer said at the end, and then, yeah, it was dark when she woke up, but I think it could have happened one after the other because, like, if she was in the dentist at 4.30, let's say by the time you get in there, maybe it was 5, 5.30, you're like, that's when the appointment was over and she was supposed to wait for the dentist, but then she went to look at the records. The other nurse, Sean's mom, comes back. Oops, Hannah's not here. Bye. And then she leaves. <laughs> and then Hannah comes back out. And then A comes in right then. So that could have been, like, 5.36 leave her for dead, she was probably knocked out for a few hours. I think but she was do, trying to kill her. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. But she left her there. She, for a few hours, was knocked out. After she leaves there, maybe presumably 6, 6.30, now she hits up Emily at the school. That's only going to take her about an hour. Now all they right. all reconvene. I think, all I, right. I think it checks out. Good serial timeline. I'm you're, not. You're like I'm a you're, machine. You're, I've been listening to serial nonstop. Also, you are a payphone and a plug. <laughs> That's fine. Um, the new serial is pretty good. I'm into it. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's they're different, which I think is good. Like, yeah, it's not just another similar case. It's like completely sort of like uh, a whole new. But I like it because like, it's in the similar way, it uh, makes me question both sides. Absolutely. Greatly. I enjoy that. Yeah, listen to Sarah if you guys don't. Um, I also speaking of Spencer calling Emily out for being at the dentist, like so Hannah comes in upset from being at the dentist and being accosted by A, and she's like, I think A did dental work on me or whatever. She said something very right. clever, and then Spencer's just like, You've been at the dentist all day, <laughs> just like you had all those sweet dental drugs and didn't share. Like, it was, like, the beginning. Or like, you were in the waiting room that long and you didn't tell them? It Excuse was just me. Like to be seen. The beginning of druggy Spencer. That was so great. <laughs> and also, another druggy Spencer thing that happened this episode is when she goes to visit Hannah at 4 a.m. to, like, be like, I figured it out. Ezra's board shorts. And she, like, tucks her in while she's talking to her. Because, like, he was oh, yeah. in bed and, like... Spencer's just, like, neurotically, like, cinching the sheets right. around Hannah. So, like, just, like, this has to be perfect. Right, right. And I'm going to tell you this story about how someone's trying to kill us. Like, <laughs> it was just, uh, I mean, Trian, Trian's drugged out Spencer is one of my favorite me- It is of fun. It. She does do it well. It's, like... The time that Deirdre Hall played Marlena possessed by Satan. I mean, all time classic. Like it's all just time. like I feel like they're comparable. Classic. I'm saying. Yeah. In their crazy goodness. Yeah. 
I'm just saying. I mean, it's a pretty huge compliment. You yeah, just Troy. I'm just saying that's how good I. I think they're both just like such good, crazy transformations of their characters. Is Deirdre Hall still on Days of Our Lives? I mean, I hope so. I see it on sometimes. Like, I mean, yeah. I'll, and then I'll be like so impressed with just like I'm like, oh my god. John Black's still hanging in there. John Hope, Black's still hanging in there. Like, all these well, people I mean, that I'm like, are you, how are you even alive? And I'm like, I love that you're still. I watched you when does, I was 16. Does Hope still have the, the same hair? Yeah, hair? the swoopy situation. Yeah. Not swoopy, but like, you know. There's like, like a poof in It's front, like a poof and then and a then side swept. Yeah. yeah, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Everyone's looking, was, no one's looking worse for the wear. No, like, everybody still looks timeless. I mean, everybody still looks... So, so fucking attractive. the hardest Also, acting. I saw a show, and I forget, you could probably tell me what it is. I was looking for another Netflix show to binge watch, and I was scrolling through sort of like, if you, you know, like the following, and like whatever. And one thing that came up, I wasn't interested in until it was like starring so-and-so and Jensen Ackles. So I always thought Jensen Ackles was so fucking hot. He was like one of my crushes growing up. He was on Days of Our Lives. He was Sammy's brother, remember? <laughs> The blonde, oh, blonde. Yeah. But okay. I forget what that show is. It's some sort of like buddy duo drama. And it's Jensen. like Jensen Ackles and someone else. Yeah, Google it for a minute. Oh, like Wolf Jensen. stall. Okay, Sue's Googling that. I'm going to pour some more Supernatural? Wine. Yeah, who's the other one in that? Oh my gosh. Supernatural is, is a good? show that I've always wanted to get into. Should There's like into a plethora it? of seasons. TV Talk Podcast, the one that got me into Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Huge on it. But I mean, it's... 231 episodes. Who's the other guy? The other guy is Jared Padalecki. Uh, I don't know who that is. Um, He was also in Gilmore Girls. Who's... Click on Justin Ackles for a minute and tell me what his name is. I'm going to be so disappointed in myself that I don't remember um, what his name in Days was. I think it was Sammy's brother, I think he was Sammy's brother. But I'm Um, trying to remember what his actual name was. was Eric Brady. Oh my god, Eric Brady! Yeah, he was just like the little, it was like yeah. the middle part, but like the longest hair. Oh, he was so also nice. he was uh, CJ on Dawson's Creek. Oh my god, yes! He was on Which is Smart not on now. Netflix anymore. No. It's not on Netflix anymore. I'm so disappointed. I was going to yes. go to town on that. We don't want to wait for our lives to be over. You guys, if anyone listening now. was not of the era of Dawson's Creek, or you like missed it somehow, or you weren't into it, it wasn't your jam when it was on, now's the time. I mean, I, I guess it's not on Netflix anymore, but you can find it somehow, and you should just live your best life and just binge watch Dawson's I Creek. I wasn't. I didn't watch it when it was on, and I, then I watched it after the fact. And um, I get it. I get it. For me, it was one I of those I feel like I would have like, enjoyed it. Yeah, I think you would have. I think um, that for me was like I wa- I was obsessed with it when it was on. I was just like, this is. Everything. But like watching Dustin's Creek made me want to watch Party of Five. Oh, see, I watched. Where that is Party of Five, guys? Where's ER? Where's Homicide Life? On yeah, the how are they not on Netflix? What is going on? I would love to revisit Party of Five because I feel like it was one of those that I always partook of, but for whatever reason, I didn't have quite the passionate devotion to it as I did like a Dawson's Creek or a Lois and Clark. Which I was big oh, on. Oh, yeah. Terry Hatcher. Big Dean, Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Dean Kane was also in Supergirl. He played, like... Oh, really? Good for him. Yeah. He Which also, I'm like, good for you. Yeah, like, I like a Dean Kane. I love Dean Kane. He also has a very intriguing episode of Law & Order SVU. Also, lovely yes, person. He was also on one. the VH1 talk show that I worked for. I made oh, him good. play some weird, like, basketball game. I forget why. I think he was in a basketball movie. It Do didn't work out now that, like... All of the late night shows are doing game stuff, and I was like, that's stuff that you guys were doing on, like, 
big morning buzz on TRL forever. I mean, well, true. But, well, that's actually an interesting point that you bring up. I guess I never thought about the fact that they never did it before Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, it's, it's almost like he brought sort of a hybrid of, like, daytime stuff to, like, nighttime. Um, anyways, we digress. The last note that I had, or Sue, anything else that you have, but the last thing I wrote is just tippy and multiple exclamations because at the end we see the A scene, which is A, presumably CC Charlotte, shredding the uh, sign-in for the dentist sheets that she stole from Hannah after she novocaine the shit out of her, and then yeah. uses them as uh, paper in Tippy's cage. We see Tippy, and then it pans over to a map of Cape May, and we still don't know why the fuck Cape May is relevant or what happened there, and we never will. Good night, so, everybody. This is what leads me to is it Cece or is it Ezra that is shredding the dental. So we don't well, think Ezra. Ezra we don't think Ezra did that to Hannah, right? We're supposed. No. I don't think Ezra did anything bad. We're supposed to leave it Charlotte season. I don't think Ezra did anything bad. Oh, are you talking about Ezra Mona, you mean? Or no, I was saying Ezra. Ezra. Oh, no. I don't think yeah. Ezra did anything so, bad. So it's not Ezra, and we I don't, don't think, think it's statutory. Mona. Yeah. So, Cece is taking care of Tippy, which is a hint to the dealer rentuses, which is Right. What we That's what saying. I was saying, that, like, it is interesting that, but I mean, where is Tippy, Tippy is a clue now? all along that... Like, a America's Most Wanted, Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, Somebody Tippy? call a man with a baritone Who's taking care of Tippy? Like, Everybody knows that if something happens to me, Tanuki will be the first one to be taken care of. Like, that you guys know to save Tanuki. Yeah, no, you if sent me a text me, message one night. You were like... It was like, here's my vet. Here's the instructions. <laughs> if you if I ever die, this is what you need to do for Tanuki. I know. He's my and baby. He's... Yes, he's a great cat. He's and baby. You don't have to worry. But yeah, where's Tippy? Um, I don't know. We need uh, an all parrot bulletin. I know. We need to find... APB. <laughs> all parrot bulletin. Should, should we start like a Angel Fire website about it? <laughs> oh my god, I wish. Um, but I feel like Kate and you were like, why is Kate May important? And I feel like that was because Cece went with the De Laurentiuses to Kate May. Got it. And that was supposed to be our clue that it was Cece. Okay, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Sure. I guess I just feel like, though, additionally, they always make it seem like some momentous thing happened there. Well, Other than just Allie that. had her prego scare. Yeah, she yes still no, don't maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah. Pregnant pause. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. I still know that. I, I just want the big bad of this season to be from when Allie was on the run. I know. Oh my god, it has to be right. Like, is it Curtis? If it's not. Is it like the <gasps> Freddy Krueger burn victim version of Curtis? That would be fun. If it took like a horror movie turn. Yeah. And it's just like burned up Curtis. They said it's gonna get scarier. Or like fucked up uh, Karate Jake. Like his hands all fucked up. It was nice with the punchy bags. Yeah, that'd be fun. Swing in with the stump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake. Jake oh. was in the uh, reboot of Heroes that went nowhere. That oh, was good for him. painful to watch. Um, oh, that was disappointing. I don't know. Didn't you be like that Heroes reboot? I, I was just like, ooh. You know what? I tried. Up? I tried so hard. I was like, I'm going to do it. Mm, didn't care. I would still, if I like was really drunk one night, I would watch the Boy Next Door thing that he's in with J-Lo. Oh, definitely. J-Lo's... I'm actually surprised I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm the person that's watched enough twice. Right? 
Oh my god, that's right! You were just talking about this. I love a J-Lo movie. I mean, I don't like the Wedding Planner one. I've never seen that all the way through. Oh, I see. That's one I've seen, like, many times. It's just, like, a good go-to. If it's on, Or, like, Made in New York or whatever. I haven't seen that one. Made in Manhattan? No, I haven't seen that shit. Um, but I would, I would watch The Boy Next Door. I've heard good things. Your mom makes the best cookies. I, lo- I love your mom's cookies. Hey. 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 So, uh, yeah. Uh, cookies. Cookies. Holiday cookies. Christmas, oh you guys. If you celebrate Christmas, yes. have a great time. When this comes out, it'll be Wednesday, which is my mom's birthday. Christmas Eve Eve. Oh, wait, because today's Monday that we're recording. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, Christmas Eve Eve is 23rd. Deb White's birthday. Shout out to Deb White. Uh, Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas. And to all good night. It rhymes, but we don't have to stop yet, but it just rhymed. I had to finish it. But yeah, everyone have a lovely holidays. Enjoy all the festive food. I feel like yeah. I've eaten more this week than I have in my life. I was pretty good until I had two holiday parties on Wednesday, and then I was just like, bye. Today there was literally a chocolate cheesecake. Covered in chocolate ganache, oh, nuts, and marshmallows. No. It was no. the best thing. Oh, oh, no. and, and there was like a brownie crust. Oh my god. I, I can't with a brownie I'm crust. I'm gonna go home and sleep and dream about it. It was so good. Or just die in my sleep because of it. Please don't. Don't do it either. Well, don't do the second one for sure. <laughs> I won't. No, no, no. Um, I don't want to find a new host. There's a lot of legwork. I don't have time. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Guys, who else is going to do it? Oh, Kelly, are you done? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now you know what I know what to do with Tanuki. Are you done? You know what to do with the... Yeah. <laughs> Kelly. Like, Kelly, come on. <laughs> Have her dye my hair for my funeral. And cremate me. That's going to be a waste. Or Tanuki so, can host it, too. Yeah, Tanuki. Guys, you always love Tanuki's insightful comments. He's really insightful. People don't know. See, I don't think there are any more. Um, I loved when Mike and Mona were making out, and uh, then it cuts to Hannah spitting. Just, <laughs> just, just like, um, I thought that was really funny. Um, I'm sorry, I tried to segue out. I didn't know that you had more notes. I I'm jumped sorry. the segue gun. No, yeah. I, I just always have that one last note, but I'm got to be that person. Oh, I love excuse it. Excuse me, I am a Christian. <laughs> Everyone wants to go home, nerd. <laughs> All right. So, Merry Christmas. We'll be back before the new year with another one. Yeah. I next will. week as always. And then next Tuesday, you guys should, I guess, like, Google our Dennis friend of the podcast, podcast. Dennis of the podcast. He's going to have a live 24-hour we'll podcast tweet for out Chandler the info about it. And um, we're going to be on around 5 o'clock on Tuesday, yeah. December 29th, between 5 and 6 on Tuesday, December 29th. We'll tweet out the info, so check out that live podcast for Dennis House Podcast. And then the following Wednesday, we'll be back again in just a couple more weeks until the premiere. And I won't be here for the premiere. But you have to work. But it's okay. You'll be here in spirit and everything will yeah. be great. Yeah. I will. I'll, I'll come for the second viewing of the premiere. Exactly. And uh, we'll chat about it. Maybe we'll do a special like yeah, mini bonus episode. Or something. Yeah. But, um, so, like, look forward to maybe an addendum in January. It's going to be a great 2016, guys. It's going to be a big 2016. Wine glasses, email com. Go to com or, uh, no, cabernetandA.gmail.com. 
Go to CabernetNA.com to see our merchandise that isn't my glasses if you want. Shirts, tumblers, uh, Turkey keychains. for sandwich on lunch day, I think. There's uh, all sorts of price points for fun things. And if you forgot uh, to get your friend a Christmas present and they got you one, just be like, oh, it's on back order from Cabernet. Exactly. You know Blame they be us. drinking. Blame us. They be drinking. Um, <laughs> you guys are great. Um, we love you so much. Have a uh, happy holidays, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?